Hi, and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. Uh, me, Ronan Warfield. How you going, Ronan? I'm good, good. I realized when I was saying my name, I sound surprised. Ronan Warfield. <laughs> <laughs> Who put like, the question mark after yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you not to put the question mark? <laughs> Uh, I think you were Rona Warfield. I'm not yeah, too sure. Warfield? Like, I mean, you've maybe. always told me your name is that, but like, maybe it's actually yeah. not. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Oh. Who knows? Oh. Why? My, my witness, my witness protection program uh, facade <laughs> yeah. is. Slow. It's actually Ronan so. Ronanoff. Yeah, <laughs> from my days as a, a snitch in Russia. Yeah. Well, so. look, you know, we all we all have to start somewhere. And you, know. you just never know. You just never know. You never know. You never know. No. You never know. You so, never know. how are you? How are you? Yeah, I'm Grant. Uh, I got my first uh, group project meeting uh, underway last night, which was very exciting. Met the guys for the first time with my college, mm. with and? my night my college. Uh, yeah, like it's hilarious though. It took us actually a week to arrange a meeting. So. Uh, I mean, I'd say it's going. I'm not going to say it's going well. Yeah, it's going, though. Yeah, that's it started. That's a, At least that's it's a, fucking started. I swear to that's God. That's true. That's very true. It's just yeah. so hard to get people to even meet up on a Zoom now. Like everyone is just so busy. It's like everyone's actually so busy again. Do you mm. know, like people are going out now as well. So yeah. it's like just super. I don't know. Uh, I think also there's like a collective society-wide hatred of zoom now after last year just mm. everyone's just like Ugh, zoom Ugh, you know? i know but then again yeah, we've, like we've i guess had our fill. yes and to be fair like because i do my college online it's i mean it's um uh, four hours on a tuesday four hours on a wednesday night mm-hmm. so like it is kind of you know and then you're asking people like oh can we fucking have a chat on zoom and you, they're all just like fuck off but uh <laughs> <laughs> that sounds also about right yeah <laughs> but like you know what can you do I mean you know one of them is in like one's oh no sorry there's two down the country and then one in du- like myself and another person in Dublin so it's kind of like the only way as well so it's not like yeah, you yeah, can just kind of meet in town it's a, but it's a practical requirement it's not yeah something that you're doing for convenience yeah yeah but uh, you know, that was kind of like the only big the only big whoop in my uh, week. Mm, that's very, okay. That's allowed. It's very productive. Exciting. You know, exciting. it's something, you know, because most people have, like me, I have nothing to report. My week was extraordinarily boring. So <laughs> filled, with, filled with work. So, oh, yeah. You were doing like lates and stuff this week. I am. Yeah. Late shift is increasingly becoming, you know, more late. Even though the hours aren't changing, it's feeling more late as the years come on. You know, staying up till two in the morning is just not as much fun as it used to be, unfortunately. I know. I remember when I did those shifts as well. Like, you're, I mean, you're, you know, because you're kind of like, even if you weren't in work, you'd be up sort of till midnight anyway. So, like, staying up till two, I mean, it wasn't really much of a push. And then, you know, you just kind of went to bed and and because like I guess there was just like less stuff you had to do then in the morning, whereas you are a parent. Say, yeah. So the, the just big difference totally between then and now is I now have a five year old hit me in the face as my alarm clock. So 
um, regardless of what time I got in the night before. Like, yeah, yeah. So, good times. Good times. Yeah. Fun, fun. Yeah, we say fun. I don't mean fun. It's no, terrible. no. I, hate, I mean, I hate my life. <laughs> it's terrible. It's just terrible. Yeah, it's a pain um, that never ends. Anyway, oh, I know. I know. Right. Um, um, shall we continue on? Yeah. Our, with our job at hand, um, I think I went first last time. Did I not? I did. Yeah, you did. So I'll go first today. Oh, I can't wait to see what oh you did. Because I gave you two good ones. I gave you two really good ones. I know they were about horrors, but they were good. They're good. Well, films. on our theme of Halloween. Mm. So yeah, you gave me Attack the Block on all yeah. four, or Dawn of the Dead, which is on Netflix, and I watched. Yeah. Do, do, do. Down on the dead. Oh, no way. Okay. I, I thought for sure you'd go for Attack the Block, but okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's you're like, it. You're like in agreement. You're like, I thought I'd go for Attack the Block too, but there we are. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's a fair enough uh, analysis. Um, yeah. So a little bit about the movie. Uh, so Dawn of the Dead was made in 2004, directed by our pal, Zack Snyder. Our friend, yes. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Our old friend of the show, yes, of course. Uh, Zack Snyder, who, because we talked about him doing um, Justice League um, et al. Which Um, cost you, what, five hours of your life? Oh, yeah. 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 And then probably a bit more because, you know, prepping for this and stuff. So I probably mm, just mm. kind of like looked up. Yeah. But um, well, anyway, I digress. So Dawn yeah. of the Dead uh, was a film that was originally in, made in 1978. And then um, so Zack Snyder uh, directed this remake of that. Um, now, I haven't seen George Rom- Romero's 1978 version of Dawn of the Dead. But um, uh, have you? I have, yeah, it's not great. Okay. It's aged horribly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it was kind of one of those, like, uh, like sort of gross out 70s B movie, 80s shocker movies. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I guess Zack Snyder kind of wanted to put a bit more of a a polish and a storyline. And actually, that's what some of the actors said, what attracted them to it. so yeah, basically we kind of the first sort of person we meet is this nurse. Um what is her name again? Anna Clark. So she's married, and then all of a sudden, uh, well, we see kind of little news highlights of things kind of happening, and like there's looks like there's an outbreak and there's a virus, and it's like you kind of hear these things. Oh, this person was brought into hospital because of like a bite mark and they're like why are they in the ICU for a bite anyway so the nurse uh so Anna Clark is a nurse and she goes home um yeah there's a lot of like sex scenes in this film for like a zombie film which I kind of <laughs> but anyway um I was like god you really managed I, I, to I never, pack them in just I, for... I never thought of it but you're right yeah, yeah. like yeah. do you know what I mean I mean dirty scenes are right? you yeah, think yeah. there'd be other I don't like, it's like, not gratuitous or anything it's just it's not you know, overtly it's gratuitous. amazing well it's one amazing is particularly gratuitous yeah, the one in the... Have... sorry oh god sorry yeah the one in the shopping center is gratuitous. Yeah, all right. <laughs> 
the one when it's her and her husband is like normal, whatever. But like, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's just like, that's just a side note. Okay, I digress. So this yeah. nurse anyway, um, we, yeah, so she's, they go to bed and in during the night, she gets woken up by a neighborhood little girl uh, who basically is a zombie and has like full face blood like and is trying to basically kill her and her husband she the little girl actually clamps down on the husband bites him infects him and that's the start of this how the whole zombie takeover kind of in this area starts um so anna clark the nurse she just gets into the family car and makes a run for it and you can see the full takeover then as she kind of goes and and travels along because you can see like loads of cars getting uh crashed and burned like loads of zombies people who have been bitten and infected are just like running around like lunatics um yeah it's all just kind of like basically hell is breaking loose and she just wants to go and try and find safety um so they end up, she ends up uh, converging as they often do in these kind of zombie films. And so there's a group that forms together then. And it's it's like this motley crew of people who kind of have been picked up along the way. They end up going to a like a closed mall, an American shopping mall. And then they um, they meet a group of security officers who aren't really too keen on like having other people there because obviously they just want to have the place for themselves but like they basically kind of force their way in and so the other part of the Motley crew is Ving Rames and he's a cop and Jake Weber uh, he's like this TV salesman he's kind of like the kind of hero kind of character and Mackay Pfeiffer and his pregnant wife and then Ty Burrell who we all know is Phil Dunphy from Modern Family he's a real dickhead in this which is great because total dickhead yeah he's yeah. the worst he's actually yeah. the worst guy in the world and yeah. he uh he'd just be your worst nightmare in that situation like he's just sort of arrogant just doesn't give a fuck about anyone but like apart from himself um, but it's just such a kind of it's so so good to see for him because he just plays like this like lumbering kind of oaf as Phil Dunphy so at least in, in this family, character yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just kind of like a bit of a badass so I'm sure he probably yeah. actually did enjoy playing this so yeah there's like a whole load of them uh, we meet more people as they come to this kind of safe haven of a what you call it of a shopping mall um, and then you can see like there's loads of zombies kind of come on top of them and it's just their fight against this big, you know, marauding, catastrophic group of zombie zombies. killers. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like that's basically the story. Yeah. And you can and it's just there are lots of like jumps. It's very like it is exciting to watch. There's loads of action, loads of gore. Uh, it's not it's not frightening at all like you could actually watch this like yeah no there's no there's no uh, it's not like a, 
haunting no exactly house type of stuff it's more yeah. a trill sort of exactly yeah you know, it's sort of edge your seat kind of thing yes like, yeah gripping yeah. watch as opposed to like this is so scary um yeah. but uh yeah and actually like you know it does have a little bit of a story um as much as you can with kind of like well you know, a group of people get to a, a mall yeah. and then they try and fight yeah. off some zombies. The zombies um, are the story, but everything else is a subplot to that. Like, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, so James Gunn wrote this too. But um, yeah, I'm not too sure how he, how much, how how long could the script have been, Ronan? Because like, you know, it would have been like maybe like a few sentences, then just like, action action like the action lines in this must have been like <laughs> it's not written the pages of action lines for for dialogue any of this dialogue really. like quarter yeah. of the page yeah. action 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 but um no, i think for the most part all the characters are pretty well rounded and you know well executed and stuff there's nobody who's unrealistic in it i guess um i wasn't really too as in like, there's about... nobody who's like an outlandish cartoony the what you call it the nurse kind of annoyed me a bit i don't know why the main the main yeah. character really yeah i just i don't know it was kind of like how was she in this role i just kind of thought she was just really wooden or something i was like oh. it was like you know in godfather 3 and um you kind of know like the daughter has mm. been cast for a particular reason and then you find out it's coppola's daughter daughter yeah yeah and then it's like she's like some I I don't know she just kind of I thought what? she couldn't act for shit like I didn't have any issue with her no, oh, Sa- that's a uh, Sarah Polly she's and now she's a director but she started off as an actress like um I don't know but, uh, I just yeah. sort of felt a bit like who who is like she just kind of I don't know she just kind of irked me a bit when I was watching I was yeah. like I don't I, I did I did enjoy her. the um. The, the, the transformation of certain characters uh, like with the, the head security guard yes who's played by uh, Michael Kelly he starts off as a to- total arsehole but in the end of it becomes like a real badass hero type he becomes a badass uh, hero yeah, yeah yeah and I enjoyed his arc as well so like I said yeah. there's no characters in it that are like outlandishly ridiculous or cartoonishly evil or anything like that it's all just largely normal people in this yeah, crazy situation like you know that's true they are like they are uh, for the limited dialogue that they have in fairness um, they do have good like yeah well-rounded characters and there are arcs even in there so it's like yeah you know as opposed to maybe this original film probably was fairly just on the surface which like stuff for a story yeah the, 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 the story the, the original was more a sort of a, a sort of an a, a, a an allegory for consumerism would be the best way of putting it because it really heavily leaned on the whole you know shopping consumers mall. there's a zombies yeah in a yeah, shopping yeah. mall like, you know yeah so it was very on the nose about that sort of stuff but this one is more of a as you say it's more of a trail action type film yeah but this was the first zombie film to employ fast running zombies up to then they'd just been the slow shuffling zombies like I was gonna so, say I that and yeah. that's actually really noticeable because it they're they run really quickly in this mm. And yeah. um, actually, I was looking at a thing on how they did the the crowd scenes with the green screen, too. So like as in they sort of record like, 
you know, a, a group of 20 zombies. A small bunch and then just duplicate And them. then they're yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, cool. but that like sort of goes to show like that was like probably Snyder's precedent then for, because all of his, all of his films have massive crowds scenes. Like yeah. in all of the, like in Justice League and the battle scenes and 300, like all of those I was going to say, yeah. 300 is entirely green screen. They, yeah. They didn't, they didn't build any sets for that. Like, So, I mean, when you think of it that way, it was like that was this, this film actually had to be made for him to yeah. evolve to that, like, into yeah. the wonderful filmmaker <laughs> that we know today. Into the indulgent time waster that he is now. <laughs> No, that's harsh. Uh, that's unfair. That's really harsh. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I actually quite enjoy a lot of his films. And so. Yeah, so do I. I'm not joking. But uh, so, did you like it? I'm, try- I'm no. trying to gauge her. No. no. Yes. Overall, no. like this wasn't really my cup of tea because I just kind of find that, like, I I think even though I do enjoy some kind of comedic elements of zombie movies, mm. um. I just kind of find it's just sort of really hollow. You know, it's all just kind of like, oh, the let's just go shit. save ourselves. And then just like, whatever, Do you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. So <sighs> I'm very disappointed that you made me watch that. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, it was it's one of those movies, though, I kind of feel like I should watch though, because uh, it is like one of those kind of historical zombie films. Like, it's, no, well, in terms like of Dawn zombie of the films, Dead it's yeah, it's landmark in terms ultimate. of zombies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, because I mean, films like this gave way to like other films that had like really fast zombies, like uh, Twenty Eight Days Later and World yeah. War Z and all. So it's kind of like in that in this particular genre, that's kind of a landmark film, like you know. Yeah. But um, but uh, yeah, that's that's. That's fair enough what you're saying. It's fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. what films did you, uh, what did I give you? You gave me uh, Hotel House Transylvania. Oh, yeah. And, and House at the End of the Street. House at the End of the Street, yes. So I went for House at the End of the Street. Ah, okay, fine. You don't want to watch out. Okay, I'm going no, to give you I, I am, I am not sit. I am not sitting through kids' films unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> As in, with a kid. <laughs> um. That's, that's, no, I just felt like something in, in a little bit more yeah, grown up because I, I spend my days watching Peppa Pig. And, yeah, you know, fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not my thing. That's but good. anyway, so uh, we have House at the End of the Street. It is a, what year was it? That was her. Uh, so we have 2012 also. Um, oh, no, yours was 2004. Sorry. Four, uh, so yeah. it's 2012. Yeah. Uh, it is directed by Mark Tondrell. Tondurai, sorry, excuse me, and uh, stars Jennifer Lawrence and Max Thirio and Elizabeth Chu. So uh, Elizabeth Chu and Jennifer Lawrence are mother and daughter, uh, recently divorced. She is a doctor who is moving her daughter to this uh, small sort of rural suburb. Um, they're coming in from Chicago, so um, this is going to be a huge transition for them both. Um, but they're essentially getting there or going there to get away from the the risks of the city essentially um which uh which is a, a particular importance to the mother um 
So Jennifer Lawrence, this is very much early Jennifer Lawrence. This was straight after she was n- nominated for uh, Silver Linings. No, the first one, Winter's Bone. Is that what it's called? Oh Winter's yes. Bone? Yeah. So she's fresh off that, um, and apparently she was kind of more or less forced into doing this film, uh, or, or otherwise she wasn't going to get the job uh, for the Hunger Games uh, saga. So. This was kind of like a test to see if she could carry a film by herself before they gave her a whole franchise, um, which I read up on. And, uh, right, God. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So basically, she's moved into this house with her mother. Um, father's gone, who was in a rock band, but she herself is also a singer who uh, has aspirations to be in a band herself. Uh, they find out when they move in that the house is relatively cheap on rent because the house next door... Uh, the the owners of that house, a mother and father, were killed by their young daughter, which we saw at the start of the film. Um, murder house. It's basically a murder house at the end of the street, essentially. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so that's why that house, uh, it's now being inhabited by uh, the remaining son of that family. Of that family. And the rumour is that the daughter, after killing uh, the two parents, disappeared into the woods. And all that's left is the older brother who is now in the house by himself. So uh, they very quickly find out that the locals aren't very happy about this. They're basically having a murder house that's been occupied by a recluse in this uh, in this older brother who is Ryan, uh, played by Max Thirio. Uh, so having this house on their street is lowering the property values. Um, then we find out later on from the local police that... The young fella himself has never given any anyone any trouble, and that uh, it's seems like you know, a nice a bit, guy. Seems like a nice guy, and it's a bit harsh that everyone basically just rags on him because he's drop he's driving down their property prices. So, yeah, um, of course, uh, Jennifer Lawrence comes across this boy after uh, walking out of a party, um, and he offers her a ride home, and she's quite taken by him. He's a good-looking lad, and he seems more or less, you know. Uh, more or less sound enough despite his uh, very troubled uh, past um, and we find out that he was actually away with his aunt when the murder happened um, yeah. to his aunt um, but yeah they sort of grow closer um, the mother has sort of her reservations about uh, Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth she has reservations about Jennifer Lawrence getting closer to this boy but closer they get um and yeah, but also we find out that this is where I'll leave it because this is kind of yeah. There's in a the bit first of half it. an hour we find this out. Uh, this like the first mini twist we'll say is that the daughter who murdered the parents is actually locked up in the basement of the house, and the brother is keeping her locked up there uh, because she uh, basically we find out that she suffered a brain injury as a kid, um, and that made her super aggressive and violent, which is why she killed the parents. Um, but yeah, so the daughter. That is right. So the daughter didn't actually disappear. What she's actually down the basement, uh, being looked after by her older brother, and um, being kept from the world uh, as a secret. And that's where I leave it because it gets a little twisty roo after that. But, um, it does. Oh, it does. It does. Um. So yeah. Um. It's not. It's not like a very. It is a bit of a kind of a freaky storyline. Yeah, it's kind of your. I would say it's an above average teen slasher type film. Yes. Um, you know, th- those type of films are kind of genres themselves. So you've got the screams and all that shit. And I know what you did last summer as well. 
And they're like, you know, a certain genre of film that I'm not particularly fond of. But this, although falls into that same wheelhouse, this would be a little bit more above average than that. Like, um, yeah, the acting's quite well done. It's well written. Um, the plot goes in directions I wasn't expecting, which is always appreciated. But um, yeah, I didn't hate it. Um, yeah, somewhere uh, I didn't love road. it now, but because uh, it, you know, it, you can see it's got that gloss that kind of makes it a bit unrealistic. Um, and like I'm sure, had Jennifer Lawrence made this later on in her career, the wardrobe wouldn't be half as unnecessarily skimpy as it was. Um, basically, every scene she's in, she's wearing a tiny tank top with you know unnecessary cleavage especially when it's raining and she's all dripping wet she's still wearing the white tank top you know it's ridiculous like so i know i'm sure I, yeah i'm sure like had she made this on later in her career she'd be like uh no fuck off i'm gonna dress like a normal person not some you know i think that is actually a really good point and i think it's uh, it's one of it's it's something actually that i've noticed uh with movies and even TV series now as well, that like women are dressing like women. And it's probably because there's more women producers and women directors and women writers. Yeah. Yeah. Because and executive producers and heads of companies, (laughs) because I totally agree. Like some of the stuff that people are wearing. And actually I noticed that in Dawn of the Dead as well, like going around, like you're in a zombie apocalypse. And like you're going around like with heels on, like what the fucking what? <laughs> Who's wearing heels in the? Well, like one of them in the, one of them in uh, what you call it in the, in the shopping center. Maybe oh, they were yeah. just trying. Maybe it was just like trying them on, but like it was just kind of like, oh, for God's sake, you know, you're not gonna really be doing that there you know why but, why are you dressing up as the apocalypse like you know <laughs> but yeah that's an interesting point though because i you just see that less and less now which is good yeah, it's just yeah, more true. realistic i think as a you know well i characters. think that's part part partly why it's uh, it stood out to me as an issue or not an issue but something that like you know i noticed was just like yeah, you don't really see that anymore you don't really see the yeah. skimpy unnecessarily underdressed you know girl girl anymore as a as a thing like yeah yeah but uh look it was a trope for back then i guess and beyond so so yeah it's um like i said yeah above average not the worst film ever made um i'll take that yeah no i suppose i'm glad i made you made me watch it um cool there there are some cliches in it like you know why is she walking in the woods on her own in the night you know yeah this kind of shit like you know and and there was a bit where she like turns up in your man's house. But like she does CD live in the makes... woods in fairness to her. No, she has woods in her backyard, but then she just like starts wandering around in the night, you know, for no reason. And then starts getting spooked out. It's like, why are you there in the first place? You know, the, all these stupid things. Like, you yeah, know, the, yeah. You know, the fire logic. And like she turns up to his house to give him a mix CD that she made. And then she just starts poking her nose around and starts asking all these questions. You're like, nobody's, nobody's that unnecessarily nosy, like, you know. But um. Unless it's to drive the story, of course, but uh, <laughs> which you know, but um, so yeah, like all that stuff, you know, you just they're mild inconveniences. Otherwise, it was a good film with a really good ending. So yeah. Oh, good. Cool. My verdict. So that was um, House at the End of the Street on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. 
Twas. Uh, she is a great she is a great actress as well. I reckon like you could Look, give her a I, very poor script and she would actually still mm. make it like amazing. I mean, what is she still under 30 and she's got two Oscars to her name? You don't, you know, you don't do that by accident. So yeah, she's 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 one of a kind, alright. Is she so. under 30? She has to be. She was only 18 when she made this film, and that was but she'd be then she'd be right in the edge of 30. Hang on a second. She was we'll eight, August 15th, 1990. So she's uh She's 31. There, 31. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's appeared in Times 100 Most Influential People in the World. Oh, that was in 2013. Oh, my God. That was like years ago now. Yeah. Um, Very good. She's prego at the moment. Is she prego? Uh, yeah, she was there at um some like... Abortion rally with Amy Schumer, and um, I think it was. Is this in Texas because of the thing? Yeah, because they're taking away abortion rights for women. They were protesting against that. Yeah, yeah. Um, choice. That's some bullshit. um, Oh my god, it's absolutely crazy over there now. Ah, stop. Texas is is Stone Age at this stage. But like, like, it actually totally isn't Stone Age because it's not even just like. We're closing down abortion clinics, which is like disgraceful at, at mm. best. They're they're putting in a law that you can sue people that can if you know of someone involved in an abortion at all, you can sue yeah. them as a private citizen. That's horseshit. It's complete it's like it's it's <laughs> it's, 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 re- it's a religious government. That's what it is. Like um like I mean the Americans have the nerve to like, you know, criticize all these like, you know, Muslim and Islamic countries for being all like, you know, Sharia law and all this. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, like, and it's exactly like, the same. I'm sorry. They're just as bad. If it's not exactly worse, exactly like, the same. Uh, it's just a different religion. They just think because they're doing it under the name of Christianity, it makes it better. It's not. It yeah. actually makes it worse because. It's um, very, very. I, I don't know bad. if I'd, I, I, I know the way, like, do you ever sort of get that vibe when you were a kid and. You just kind of think like America is just the coolest place in the world because like, yeah, you know, that's where the movies come from. And it's like all the best toys and all the landmarks are there. Yeah, yeah. The Disney Channel and like Disneyland and just like all of those things that are marketed towards you as a child. Uh Um, But then it's just like when you grow up and then you're like, God, it's just actually America's turned into a proper shithole. Sorry, America. Not everywhere. I'm sure there's so nice people too. It's not the it's not the people. And definitely, if you're listening to this, you're totally fine. It's the government. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they just need better people running the country. That's all. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, it just seems like such a bit of a shit show over there. Big time. Um. So, any plans for this week? Uh let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Well, tomorrow night is James Bond night. As I alluded oh, to last yeah. week, we are booked and ready to watch. Um, so yeah, I just thought that, you were going to say ready that, to rumble there. I was like, no, no, we uh, we we went all out. We got the end recliner VIP seats. So, Ooh. yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. And uh, then what else? Uh, going to Galway for the night on Sunday. So, yeah, no kids, I'm actually going to go down to Galway on Saturday. You were mentioning, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll be I'll probably crossing be each other. Ships we'll be, in the night. We will be ships in the night. Um, yeah, because yeah, I'm going to have to go back on Sunday to do some fucking bullshit college whatever. 
Um, your enthusiasm for your furthering of education is inspiring. It really is. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I'm three weeks in. You're three like, weeks in. like Yeah. And already your enthusiasm is dead. Of you shite. <laughs> You're dead behind the eyes, Holly. I can see it. <laughs> it's funny, though, because I'm I it's kind of like recapped a good bit on like what we did last year. And yeah. um but I just kind of feel like it's just going to ramp up so much now. And I'm just going to be like, ah, <laughs> I don't Why know did what I do this? doing. <laughs> Smile and nod. Ah, yeah. yes. Yeah. Do you have any questions? No, I don't have no. any questions. Yeah. Do you understand? No. Yes, yes, I do. Completely. Yes. Please don't ask yeah. me anything. Please don't ask me anything. Yeah. As long as there are no follow questions. Yes, fully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just I'm just going to leave the chat now uh oh i can't my signal beep yeah (laughs) even though it doesn't go beep but like you know it would just be literally like just exit chat exit yeah and going into a total yeah 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 yeah. it's like you're at home um it's very strange total bye (laughs) i have a tunnel in my house (laughs) yeah Uh, very good Um, so have you got any uh, films for next week for me any more Yes, so to go along with our Halloween theme. Um shit, actually, I didn't put any social media out today. I'll put some social media out soon. Or um okay for next week for Ronan, I have mm-hmm. uh Halloween 2018. Ooh, that was gonna be one of my ones for you. Have you seen it? Uh no, I was gonna watch it and then recommend it for you. <laughs> No, I'm I don't have to. It to you. You it I have yeah. already watched it. So I watched right, it last year. You beat me to it, so good. So it's 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 like see, it's weird because it can actually it's it's technically Halloween 2018, but I watched it last year, but it's yeah. like um what's her face? Jamie uh, Curtis. Jamie Curtis is like, yeah, sort of meeting him face to face and he's in jail and that kind of well, it's basically a direct sequel to the first one from 1970 odd, isn't it? Yeah. She it's kind of like you have to disregard all the films. Yeah. Disregarding all the films that have happened in between. Like, Yeah. I watched it yeah. last year and I was actually well impressed with it. Sequel coming out next week, I think. Week, yeah. Week so to yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. so. Cool. I'm, so, I'm for that one. Cool. So that's Halloween 2018. I think it's actually on Disney Plus. Hmm. That was after okay. a quick Google, but that might not be the case because I haven't actually checked it on. It's somewhere, don't worry. Yeah. And then Things Heard yeah. and Seen on Netflix is the other one. Things, Things Heard, heard and, and Seen, seen on Netflix. Because right. that's another. Okay. It's kind of Things Heard and Seen. It's probably kind of similar. It's not teen based, but it's probably similar enough to um, House at the End of the Street in terms of like, it's not a horror but mm. it's sort of weird. Uh, it's a bit more supernatural than House of the End Street. All right, cool. Okay, so your choices are, I'm going to go for your, um, you're getting some horror comedy. Oh, films. good. So, go a little easier on you this week. Nice. Uh, so, so your first option is the, the Cabin in the Woods. The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Is that Netflix? It is. Yeah. Perfect. And your set, your second option is Slither. 
Slither. Yes, S L I T H E R. Is that a comedy? Horror, Horror comedy. comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that on Netflix too? No, that's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice one. Um, now, that's not to be confused with the Sharon Stone thriller from the early 90s. Not that one. Oh, Slither? Yeah, yeah. So is it like in the 2000s? I'll tell you know exactly when it was. Uh, yeah, because Sharon Stone done a, a thriller called Slither as well, and it's not very good. Um, <laughs> Just be watching it going, what the fuck, Ron? What the fuck is this? What is this piece of? Um, yeah, that one is from. What is 2006? Is your 2006. one? 2006. Okay. Ah. And The Cabin in the Woods, Grant. Okay, nice yeah. one. Yeah. Coolie. Well, sure, look, uh, we'll leave it at that then for this week. Awesome. On awesome, our, awesome. we'll continue on next week on our Halloween scary movie special. Yeah. Season. Our scary saying. movie yeah. season. Yeah. 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 Um, We're going to do it right up to Halloween. Yeah. Well, yeah, I presume. Yeah. Let's see. What it's is it today? Time, the seventh. Um. So one, two, one, two, three. Yeah. So three more weeks cool. of Halloween time. Ning. Okie dokie. I love this time of year, though. <laughs> I kind of look. I'm listening to like a scary podcast at the moment, which is really, really good. I love it. I, I listen to a scary one too. What's your one called? Um, I'll get it up now. Um, it is called Spooked. Ah. But it's 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 like first person narrating their scary story. Yeah. So like they'll be like their as in like the actual person who it involves is yeah. Their so story. Like, like oh that's cool. Yeah, the pres- there's a presenter and they'll just kind of introduce the the person's backstory and just be like, oh, this is Ronan and he works late night in a television studio. And um, so this thing happened to him and then it goes into you telling the story. Hmm. You just um, came up with a good idea for a film right there. I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so many, so many nights, bro. I was just like. Yeah. Well, something got, happened there. Yeah. This is I'm this I'm going to die now tonight. Uh there's some weird thing is going to attack me here. Um but yeah, so that's spooked and it's snap judgment. Sorry, snap judgment presents spooked. Hmm. That's the name. So if you you can search for it on Spotify. Um when you're listening to this podcast, why did you make me watch that? You can also look for spooked. By snap, snap judgment. Well. Why yeah. was called What's supernatural? Supernatural with Ashley Ferris. You know the part, the part, crime podcaster one. Let me have a look at it. Supernatural. She does the true crime, true crime podcast. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a really popular one. But she also does like a spin-off podcast. Oh, with Ashley Flowers. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it just focuses on. Um, okay, I'm following it just so that I have it marked. But uh, cool. good listen. It's good listen. Just some some just of them little... are ridiculous. It's just little stories that that have been reported and researched and stuff. And she she recounts them. And some of them are ridiculous now, but some of them are quite spooky. So, Ooh. if you're if you're in the mood for something spooky, that's also there. Yeah, I do. I like just a few little stories. 
you know, it's it's just mad listening to people's kind of different accounts and stuff, isn't mm. it? It is. It's cool. It's entertaining. It's probably a little bit more freaky than actually watching a movie about it because you're just kind of like, this happened to a person who's yeah, because yeah, talking about yeah. it. Because they say the scariest film is the one playing in your mind, like, you know, so. Yeah. That, yeah, that would be why, like, yeah, yeah, so. I know. Yeah. Cool. So go. I guess um, check those out, guys, if you haven't already mm. listened to them. Um, I will definitely be checking out Supernatural uh, just for, because my one I've watched or I've listened to all of them up to date. So it's come uh, in perfect time. There you go. More cool. content. All right, cool. I'm going to go. Yeah. So we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Emil, for listening. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye.